Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Hey, Marketing Money Podcast listeners out there, if you need help with your geofencing and mobile placement of advertising, uh, such as we talk about from time to time, you've got to be on the phone. Look to Rain Local. Uh, they're a partner with this podcast now, and uh, Rain Local does a heck of a job on placing ads on that mobile phone native and helping with social as well. Uh, so if you want to look them up, rainlocal.com. If you talk to a rep, tell them the Marketing Money Podcast sent you. And now, back to our regular talk. It's the Marketing Money Podcast. You know, Josh, the beginning of this thing is always awkward because I don't even know how to start. Like, we just start recording and it's like, hey, we're here today. And We've done like 80 of these and we have our and listeners. They're, and have they're grown. just as awkward the 80th time as it was the first time. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, welcome to the Marketing Money Podcast and here we are again. So you're making like, it okay. awkward, though. That's what I specialize in. Yes. Awkwardness. Card carrying. I'm a card carrying awkwarder. Ox. Awkward. <laughs> you can't see it's even awkward to say it anyway what's the what's going on these days oh uh, let's see we've got a little bit of nc in nba tournament no when this comes out it's gonna be yeah, that's right the, the nba will still be going on yeah it will be yeah it will, it will be. be it's gonna go a, a good mini games but let's by the wait by the way Friend, great Tupelo and Buzzy Miles, if you're listening to this, I'm not the one that always tries to make it a, a sports cast. Yeah. It just becomes one organically. Buzzy, Paul, Paul Buzzy Miles, ha, them guys mentioned me. Yeah. We did mention him because we like him. Yeah. If we talk about you, we generally like him. Shout it. out. It's a shout out. He's a good guy. Yeah. But I'm one not the, the best. But I'm not the one that always tries to turn into a sports podcast. I think you've got a little bit of hand in that too. Yes. So just. I also have a hand in the cookie jar. Ah, do you have a hand up or a hand out? Yes, and I have one foot on a banana peel. Ah, where are your other three? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I told you I'm going to make it awkward. I don't know what that means. I don't know either, but today we've got an interesting topic that seems to be bubbling. No, we don't. This topic sucks. All right, we, we don't have a good topic, but we have something that hey, seems... just y'all tune out. Just turn it off right now. Okay. Is that how you do marketing? Yes, that is how you do marketing when you do it. But when I do it, ah. it's a different game, and I actually give relevance, value, and what happens? And lessons. We win. You have tellies. Return on integrity. Yes. <laughs> we got to make up some other acronym because as marketers, we can't have return on investment in a bank because you but, can't measure everything. But we do get asked for it a lot. Yeah, so that's where I wanted to go with this was the little word attribution because it seems that it's bubbling up that in the day of marketeering and you know working for a bank, everyone's heavy into the math side because they want to measure credit and loans well, and spread and margin. About, um, but, the, but that's what efficiency. Bank, but for, that's what bankers are. They're yeah. mean counters. And so you've got this on one side, and then the marketers are the the few nimble, quick people in the bank that try to bring art into play to go with the math. Some. Some and the mathematicians don't like the art because they can't measure it to their specifications. 
Mm-hmm. And the artists don't like the math because they won't let them do the fun stuff they want to do. Like, we can't do social media. We'll do direct mail. Because you can't measure that social, but you can measure direct mail. Well, there's measurement and then, you know, some of that working against it. I've got a good friend right now that's trying to work with another good friend of ours, Rain. And as soon as they mention... You just mentioned all your friends. All two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those probably doesn't even claim me as a friend. No. Is like, yep, yeah, when I mentioned the word targeting to compliance, they were like, nope. That's a that's an old uh, colloquialism in the South where you're like, my good friend Bill or my good friend Bob. And like you've basically met him twice. Like, yeah. that's my good friend Bill over there. But I make I make good friends quickly. real fast. Yeah. yeah. Quickly friends. Yeah. Friends. Fast quickly. friends. Fast friends. Anyway, so there's the compliance side of it. Um you've heard us mention Rain, we wouldn't I mean, look, the, the fact that Speak frankly, John works for a thirteen billion dollar bank. Oh! If their compliance department lets us use Rain, it's because they don't know, and we've never. T- I'm kidding. <laughs> no. I will be uh, putting in my resume for all those banks listening out there. If you need a no, fired, recently um, fired marketing director, banks look on you know to see what somebody else has done, and I just wish that they could look at that and and understand what a significant investment we put into geotargeted digital. That's not targeting. Um, we just go to where the people are, not to where uh, you know any specific people are. But um, the other side of it, been hearing a lot of questions about ROI. Um, you know, elephant in the room. I own an agency, and agencies always seem to want to shy away from that. I don't mind measuring results, but pure profitability, return, true return on investment. Hundred thousand dollars cash brought in this much cash is I just have to say it's almost impossible. There's a couple reasons. One, bank marketing departments do not operate a P&L, and they're trying to judge bank market. The, the powers that be try to judge a bank marketing department. Bank marketing departments operate as an expense. They, they, they don't have the attribution of profitability from the bank. The other reason, and those of you who have been through any sort of bank marketing school and have had to um, study this, Realize that yield on from from lending uh, against your deposits, that margin is it's not difficult to calculate in the per transaction basis, but holistically for the bank and then the attribution of that to what did marketing contribute to it, eh. it's pretty tough. Well, and my deal is, I think bankers go to events. And they consider that marketing, which is not really marketing. That's more of a relationship. And when they whatever. have an event, a golf tournament or a... <clears throat> yeah, or a happy hour or whatever you want to call it. Sad hour for some... <laughs> whatever it is. If a bank is sponsoring it. It's usually a sad it, hour. It, it, let's drink beers. Anyway. Or whatever. Y'all whatever you, you want. Coffee, Y'all feel it. Coffee in the morning. Whatever it is. The The point being is that if they get a relationship out of that or some somebody they see there, they already bank, well, I've... Uh, That's a six million dollar yeah, relationship. I outreached on a client, so that was valuable because I got in front of someone. So you can't specifically measure it, but they feel like it did something great. But we sponsored it for five thousand dollars. We got a six million dollar relationship. Did you? And that's where I come to attribution because here's the deal. So Jenny walks into the bank and opens a checking account. Mm-hmm. Some banks survey, but that rarely. But they usually ask about their service and. How they like like Jenny would have ever unless the 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 service was just terrible she would never have just walked out of the bank yeah it, like so, I didn't so it's like we're doing great oh this person found it but and plus by the way I just want to throw something in we never track the people that do walk out of the bank 
Now, if they do walk out of the bank, nobody's like, that was Bill Smith. Well, and they're he usually out. angry, so you don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, get them out as fast as possible. But, You're only so, but, tracking the people but that you did business with. Here's my point to this. With. Jenny woke up three months ago and moved to a new had moved to a new town, woke up in the morning. She heard a radio ad on the way to work. She saw a digital ad on her phone. She saw a social media post from the Passed a billboard. All this from a, a bank. She passed times. a billboard. She went to a. She joined Rotary and saw three bankers in there. She's. Uh, volunteering at United Way and there's a banker on her board there and all of a sudden there's like all these touch points for this bank and then one day she gets upset with her current bank or she moved and hasn't had the chance yet to go operate in this new market where it's more mm-hmm. uh, you know efficient for her to bank that way and all of a sudden she walks in opens an account with first bank of whatever because every bank's the first mm-hmm. bank or first 101 of them are or whatever citizens. so she goes into first national community citizens of the third and she sits down and she's like opens an account and they're like Welcome to the bank. She says, yeah, I was driving by and saw your branch. It looked convenient, and I want to open an account. Tell me about your products. And they're like, oh, so that's attributed to the branch that they opened or it. Or how'd you hear about us? I saw a newspaper ad. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't even run newspapers. I hear that a lot, too, because I've done surveys. Where would you hear about that? And they'll say, TV. I was like, we haven't been on television in six months. Yeah. But my point being is attribution from a marketing level is really hard. There's the old quote. I don't know if it's Henry Ford or whoever that says, you know, marketing works. I just don't know which fifty percent or whatever. George or John Wanamaker. Whatever. It's a way. Fifty percent's a waste. Fifty percent's yeah. not. I just, I don't, just know don't know which fifty. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, there's some truth to that, and that's number one. Why I get back to the premise of everything. Branding works because while you could say it's a waste, whatever. At least you're winning. I just want to point out something. I want to point out just because I noticed John's speed of speech go up. Oh, I'm slamming the Red Bulls now. He, he, he came in and drank a Red Bull. Yeah. And just, I'm just going to tell you, I think, I think maybe on iTunes you can turn your speed down to 0.75. Hey, when I get going, I get going. I know. I'm just saying, there's a lot of knowledge. You're, 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 the the font of knowledge. Eleven point. It's about to go to twelve. Yeah. I'm going from. Actually, it's small, and because so you can fit a whole lot on a on a piece. Anyway, I'll stop interrupting you because you're about to just bust at the seams with all this no energy and knowledge. I'm all I'm saying is. The hardest thing for Mr. Yappity Yappity. Best thing I've ever said. Yep, yep, Stop it up. All right. Slocum, Malcolm. Malcolm Slocum. Yep. It's hard to measure. It is hard to measure. And what are you trying to measure? Well... Because if everyone wants to think it's measuring sales, but you might be measuring sentiment or promoter, or you might be measuring likes or engagements or clicks or views, or you might be measuring traffic to your website, or you might be measuring traffic to your branch, or you might be measuring the impact of blah, blah, well, blah. Here's the thing I've seen is, is people who have never run any marketing, and you know, Frank will show up here for a second, people who have never run any marketing don't run any marketing because they can't agree on the metrics they're going to track. So they just don't even do anything. Just, ah, well, well, we can't get so-and-so to agree with so-and-so and so-and-so, so it's so far down the road that they haven't talked about, that they they haven't agreed on this, that they don't even run any ads. Like, they look up six months later, the ads work? We never <laughs> even ran any. Oh, we've had that before, too. Can't make a decision. Well, what did they do? We we never could figure it out because you wanted to do this. Yeah. You wanted to do CDs. We were going to do And so brands. I'm not saying don't track results. But you're probably going to have to start somewhere 
relatively simple, watching your audience, um, watching how they click through, um, impressions, you know, any number of basic metrics. But r- true return on investment is absolutely – I mean, it, it's so many steps down the line that it's so difficult to actually track that you will wind up always looking and never advertising. And, I mean, I think I'll jump to the end or the sort of, I guess, what I would call the final point. You're going to tell me how it all ends right now. You know, in, a, in a fiery mess. Here's how it all ends. Um, but this is why brand advertising is always the winner. Because even though you can't track the ROI on it versus account opening or whatever, let's go back to John's example of, of Jenny or um, going to that at business after hours networking thing and you walked away. What if they've never heard of your bank at all? Well, let's think about this. When was the first time you heard of Geico? When was the first time you heard of uh, Ford? Well, let me like, think Geico. of these big brand, brands. When was the fr- you don't know, but you might think I need a new insurance provider. Oh, I've heard of Geico. I'll go with them or I've heard of whatever company. I don't think the consumer recalls the first time they heard of a brand unless the brand was an experienced brand. I just don't think you do. Unless you are like like recently, I I purchased this like add on to my email that I needed. Like one was discontinued. So you got AOL. I got AOL finally. Anyway, I got an add on to to our email account. It was really like this, um, like just tracking, making sure people replied or or reminding me if people replied and all that. And um, they discontinued if I wasn't connected with Salesforce, and I'm we're not like super salesy and uh so i was like well i'm out on this and so i had to google so i i purchased a thing called mix max and i remember the first time i heard about mix max mix max match mix because um it was saturday and i googled um mishmash yeah i googled the what i needed and mix max popped up and it was such a good product that I bought it in the moment. So that one, but none of the other stuff, no. When's the first time you heard about Amazon? I do remember, I can't tell you exactly where I was or what, what even the video was, but somebody told me about YouTube. Think about, thinking back to YouTube, like I thought YouTube was the dumbest idea. I Like what people are uploading, like their own videos. Who's going to watch? And there was like a hundred videos on YouTube when somebody told me about it. Now, who's... Oh, for the first three years of YouTube, I'd watched everything they had on YouTube. Like, seriously, I remember, <laughs> I, I, I remember, I think, watching like it repeating. And being like, I've seen all they have. What, yeah. What's the next site? And <laughs> I've reached the end of the internet. Yeah, I mean, there was like Tumblr at that time putting up, you know, um, um, steals and videos. And then the Vine came around. Vine was later. But I just remember thinking like, this is, it was just so obtuse to me. And now it's part of our, oh, our everyday. I mean, it's got more views than any other, t- any television station yeah. every day. But uh, so back, back to that attribution. It's hard to recall the first time. So if someone says, "Well, branding, what can you?" You've got to have certain. God, I hate the word KPIs or whatever you want to call it, but I guess you've got to. Marketers almost need to create their own. In fact, I may create the Oxford Marketers KPI formula or something like that, where it's got twenty different things you can measure when you do stuff. Now, I don't know what's considered the successful measurement of the stuff we're going to measure, but we're going to measure stuff. We're going to measure likes, sentiments, views, engagement, net promoter score. We're going to measure, uh, at, you know, whatever it is, web visits, 
websites, where they did, uh, bounce rate. I'm going to just make a big sheet of all the things you can measure. You can measure surveying of name ID in a market, unaided recall. Can we call it Ox? We can, but we'll do a whole thing. And then, but you We're going to call the one, it Oxford Takes a Big Sheet. That's pretty close. You missed a couple. Uh, you put two extra letters that are the same in it, and hey, one gonna, needed look, to be look, about I. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it... We're going to put like two... Now, I'm not saying all these are good. I'm just going to give you the things you can we're measure. We're going to call it John Oxford Sheets His Pants, and we're going to make it shape like pants. I don't sheet my pants. I ship them. Uh, we're not going to give places. Kmart any. We're not going to give Kmart What's any love that? today. This, this strange... That was K- shipped my pants. Kmart? Shipped. Yeah. What K- the K stand for in Kmart? I don't know. Quick. Ah, yes, because that's how you spell quick. With a K. Mm. Interesting. That's the first time I think you haven't had at least some type of answer for something, whether it's right or wrong. Stump the stumper today. Anyway. Googling. He's, he's Googling the K and Kmart. Uh, but to the point is... We can go back to Geico and do what it stands for. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we all know that one. You don't. Government, employees, what, insurance, something, Geico. Don't know. Yeah, I could. I, I don't want to think because I'm trying to talk. <laughs> mm. Anyway, attribution. Mm-hmm. So you buy a bunch of digital ads. You mentioned uh, some digital ads earlier, and you're placing them, and your boss comes in and says, well, how many? Uh, how do we know the ROI on those ads? Or you do social media really well, and you have – 30,000 followers or likes on Facebook and you have 30,000 Twitter followers or whatever it is and someone says, well, you're paying for all this when you do uh, promoted ads and paid for as well as SEM and people are asking, well, how do you how do you attribute that to anything? It's really hard to. That's why I want to make Oxford's big sheet to so you can go in and see what all those are. What if we stacked them up and made a big pile? It'd just stink. It would Chris, just stink. K... R E S G E S S Christ. Was it German? I'm, let's look. He looks like an. We're a-hole. trying to figure out the Kmart for those of you that have lost <laughs> track guy, of what we're talking about. I mean, about. you could. I'm looking at this guy's picture, and you should be able to get the just total tool vibes out of this guy. I mean, that guy right there. He's probably a great American. That guy was a titan of industry until he wasn't. Known for Kmart. No, actually, he wasn't. (laughs) But think about the attribution of all the stuff you do in marketing. How much of it can you actually measure? Can you measure posters in the branches? Can you measure the digital impressions you have on your screens behind your teller row? Can you measure the impact of the 100,000 click pins you bought last year and handed out at every school? You know, everyone wants to measure this and that. You, You really can't. And I think three things to combat this tactically is you've got to have trust. I think you need to create brand awareness, and that can be measured in certain ways, but that's the winner. And the other one is you've got to, be, you've got to have a bank or an employer company that's willing to take some chances, because some stuff's not going to work, some is. But you, like some of the digital series we do, it's a chance, mm-hmm. but they get picked up. Some get millions of views, yeah, some get 100 a, views. But not a chance like Colin Kaepernick, Nike, um, What's Your Name, whichever Kardashian. I don't that's a chance, because they know it's going to work for a certain market. Well, it's a, it's but a, the other one was the Pepsi one with whatever the Kendall Jenner or whatever, uh, Kardashian, whatever. I don't, I don't yeah. know, but it was like, you know, Social justice is a thing. Let's commercialize it. The point is, those are those are 
shrinking margin commodity, huge retail things that have to be out on this risk. But certain brands can do that and certain ones can't. And when we talk about taking a chance, it's not that. It's actually, you know, one of the things I haven't said in a while that I used to say is the best marketed banks are 10 years behind. And when I say 10 years behind, it doesn't mean like in the dark ages. It just means we don't have to be out here doing what Nike or Reebok or Adidas or Pepsi or Coke are doing. We can come back into a more conservative territory and take some chances within that. Doing digital is not risky, but it's a chance for your bank because so many other banks are just, quite frankly, sitting around vetting it. I'm going to give you a new measurement on the John's big sheet of measurement, mm-hmm. which this is now a running thing, by the way. I'm going to keep it, going. The best running, running. the ones that you... Yes, it's running. Yes, it's it's running. Identify. Here's, here's the ratio I want banks to come up with. Calculate... And I don't know if the difference or ratio, we'll have to decide that. The price, your the cost your bank spends every year on pens versus how much you have spent on, let's just say, paid social advertising. Not even, let's don't talk about digital creation or the time it took you to write up a Mm -hmm. post. Just promoting a post or Instagram, whatever it is you're doing that has real hard costs, not the time that you sat in your desk and wrote 100 and some characters and posted it, but... Are you spending more on pens than you are on your social media? And here's if someone's listening out and they're not bored and off of the podcast now, they're probably sitting there listening to this going, oh, that's so stupid. I would bet you 85 to 90 percent of the banks in this country spend more money with BIC and whatever other pen companies there are out there. Pentel. Pentel, whatever it is out there. Maybe a BIC company. I don't know, but whatever it is. They don't sell at Kmart. Go look at your spending and see if you spend more money on ink pens and pencils than you're spending on social media. And I bet it's a high percent that are on the side of the pens and pencils. I'll give you one that I know will be. But I want that ratio. I want the ratio. Uh, Business cards versus LinkedIn advertisements. I mean... Or not even advertisements, just the time, whatever it takes to post. Like, do the hourly rate of the employee and the time they spent on LinkedIn versus the cost you put on the business cards. Banks spend tens of thousands of dollars on business cards to just be handed out and be thrown away. I, I don't even carry them anymore. I don't if you really, want to find me, just Google. I don't really either. I mean, I think I think for a certain line of people that they are somewhat necessary. Like I, I, I can't. Are yours for ninjas? Because you make the you yeah, the I hardest do. business cards. I can't cheat on business cards, but um, since it's a running thing. But um, versus like that, that that has to be handed out by a person versus something that actually reaches the masses. I mean, Facebook advertising costs like yeah, here's the thing. a dollar what to reach you, a thousand. What people. do you do with the business card when you get it? I almost so hindsight hindsight looking back at my career. At one point, I worked in politics. You know, I did some campaign whatever, mm-hmm. and. You'd always get people that want to run for office, and it's like they couldn't go to a campaign event or knock on doors or go to push card without a push card. It was like they would actually wait. No, the reason is because it stinks doing that stuff. Yeah. The the it's a problem. The handshaking and the checking their stuff. It's not the funnest thing in the world to do. Now you got to be an extrovert and you got to love people. It's it if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It's like sales. You either like it or you don't. But a lot of candidates you'd work with, they really wanted to go in and do policy work and make these great statements. I'm like, you got to go get the votes, dude. Like, yeah. go out and go meet walk folks. the streets. And they're like, well, I don't have my push cards in yet. I don't have my. And I was like, 
if you hand someone, they, they literally would take it, look at it, turn around and throw it away. Yeah. You leave events, they'd be left on all the tables where they put them in front of the, you know, they go in and set them around on every seat. You'd leave and, and I just ha- rolled my eyes. You have your you can't see you'd have your campaign your campaign staff go and collect them all and yeah, keep so them for the next again. event. And it, it was like, dude, you waited to get started on your campaign until you had push cards that no one wants and no one does anything. Now, if you're mailing them, that's one thing. It might get stuck on mm-hmm. a fridge. Or it's a mail piece. But to have it as like your crutch that I need to give you this thing to talk to you. It just baffled me, and then I got into banking, and I realized it was the same thing. If they didn't have a business card or a little brochure, no one could communicate with anybody. Yeah, it's just feeling armed. And like I said, I can't, I can't knock it, but the the comparison is valid. What are you doing outside um, of that? What's our, the ROI on a business card? It's well, it's not on the business card. It's on I the hand contact. out one one time. If I just hand out one, and I get a hundred thousand dollar deal, I dropped in one in a fishbowl at a fundraiser and they drew it out one time and i won a prize so the roi was whatever that prize was on my business card how about that one i want a king cobra driver like that did you yeah like a 300 roi get, i would have given it back well it, i mean anyway it went straight to ebay didn't it maybe <laughs> i don't know what happened to it all right so attribution if you listen to these podcasts and you're like what do i get out of it we're gonna put together the sheet that will have all the things you can measure. That's going to take a while. It's not going to be this Friday when you hear this. But we'll, it, takes, we'll, it takes a while we'll for have, John to work up a sheet. Exactly, exactly. It'll be two ply, <laughs> and we're going to get it. We're, we're going to get that out. <laughs> so be ready. But to that point, figure out ways you can measure and attribute that isn't necessarily return on investment in the traditional sense. Because there's, you know, banks measure goodwill. Mm-hmm. Banks measure all types of items that are not directly related to a spread on mm-hmm. a return on something. And so how do you measure sentiment, sentiment, net promoter score, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. but it, which a lot of it's overrated. A lot of it is almost meaningless unless you're making a profit. But I think in the big picture, those things are really good, like unaided name recall and awareness in a, in a phone survey or in an electronic survey or whatever person-to-person survey is very important because it shows that you've grown brand and if someone doesn't know your brand they're not going to bank with you yep so a lot of times they get you confused i mean i've seen oh the first bank of first bank (laughs) which first bank is it first national bank first bank of i mean i'm just i don't first national listen i'm gonna tell you something because i gotta rail on this about every three podcasts frank's back i have no idea how people can defend like i get if you had a like Somebody's going to get somebody in Detroit or somewhere, Pennsylvania, wherever Crash is from, is going to get really mad at me for, for saying he looks like a jerk because he, he was real sour looking. Like, he was a great American and he did. Well, that's like every picture whatever. of a, it was a war general or something. Yeah, they just look whatever. so angry. It was a joke. So, so that. Yeah. But having a bad, like, defending a bad name, I get. Like, but it's unique and it's mine. Maybe it's maybe stupid to you. But those who defend their bank being called. From from executive management to chair, if this makes you mad, please never call my agency. Please. If you're defending your bank sounding exactly the same as all the other ones, I looked it up two weekends ago. Citizens, farmers, you have no no name ID. Well, you have a brand. You don't have a brand. You, you have brand confusion. No, they should call you, though. That's the point. They well, should saying, call but, you but to change it. If they're mad about it. If me making them... They shouldn't be mad. All, de- of, all of them inherited the name. They all inherited point. the name. But you don't talk... 
to as many of them as I do. <laughs> you and don't talk to me like that, and boy. Don't and tell me that name's I, important to you, boy. But, it's not important. No, but that's what I'm saying. The people who defend it, like to like, but this has heritage. We and have legacy. equity in and it. And I'm saying if they are mad and defensive of First National or Citizens Bank or whatever. They won't call me because they're mad, and no, they shouldn't be, and they probably don't exist. Other than it's their people are weirdly defensive around it. But oh, you take that away from us, you have nothing. Well, it, it strikes to the fact that people try to differentiate their bank or say they're different from other banks, but yet they all have the same name, and, in, and it's a super commoditized product due to regulation, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I, look, I'm not. Sa- I want at least I, get a different name. I want to clarify. You can do that. You can control if it. If you have a, if you have an ununique, <laughs> not a word, name. In, but it, but you're the only one in your market. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the ones like I, like we brought up that had two that were exactly the same in the same county footprint. I looked up another one. FDIC.gov, and they have deposits here in the same market, and you might advertise and push someone to a bank with yeah. the same name. Because like consumers, they're smart, but when you're on the go and you're quick, you might not think. You hear this radio ad for, for first, first Bank, and you're like, well, I'm going to go to First Bank. It's just silly. It's the other I First Bank. I cannot under, understand the pushback at least be open to hearing so, about it so speaking of hearing about it we're near towards the end of the well yeah the last month of the second quarter no i agree they should call me second quarter of 2019 you know what that means our good friends at bb and t and sun trust are getting closer and closer to releasing their new brand name and i hate to be the bank nerd because i shouldn't care that much you about excited? it i'm I, I just kind of want to see what it is. It's kind of like it's the Super Bowl of bank marketing. We should all be stay tuned. Are they doing I'm, I'm like serious. an investor call or anything? How, how many banks of that size have come up with a brand new name in the past? I don't know however many years. Almost no one. If unless it's a ally. startup, yeah, ally. But that true. That was that's a good I mean, one. That's that a good example. The, that's probably was that 15 years old now. Not quite that. But that's TRI. Or I'm sorry, GMAC. Yeah, GMAC financing. I mean, it's a it's a that's a good one, and and look what they did with it. Yeah, I mean that, that's what's so funny is that brand. Now they put a ton of marketing dollars behind it, like mm-hmm. probably the most of any bank out there in what they in the mediums they spend on, and it's creative, and they're one of the few that does comedy. That's a good name. That, but that's my point is that We're was a good ally. choice. So can BBNT and SunTrust replicate the marketing success of is Ally it BB&T Bank? BBNT and SunTrust. Huh. Yeah, yeah, and it's this month. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know what that I was. I don't know. What, I, actually, I did forget that the other <laughs> one was BB&T. But, uh, it's just kind of weird that, I mean, SunTrust is like a, in the Southeast, is pretty legacy name. It holds but, the Coca-Cola recipe in its vault. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty legacy. I wonder what they're going to do with that. That's a whole story into itself. Because, I mean, if you've, look, I'll tell you something else about raw consumerism. My kids want to go to the Coke Museum. I did not want to go to the Coke Museum. Coke Museum's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, is. it really is. because it, It's been a long time since I've been, but anyway. But, I mean, it's pretty legit. And you know, Shout out to Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. Yeah, it's it's pretty legit. It's thing. very uh, Americana nostalgia. Yeah, well, well, also from the business standpoint, like, this dude made Coke, and then it became, like, Coke and apple pie. American as Coke and he apple pie. He made a sweet, non-alcoholic beverage that produces billions of... Yeah, <laughs> every year. I mean, it was just a pretty legit story, just on the the business side and buying the formula and how they made yeah. it. SunTrust is their bank, I think. 
Or at least they have the. Or at least that's the. Supposedly they have the. They say that the formula is in the building. But, but so I don't you think got so. the you got the point of a major rebrand coming in our business that never rarely happens. Once every ten and years. And here's the thing: either so I mean there are three choices. It's, it's either going to be really bad, really good, or just in the meet in the middle, which is a <laughs> well, just the choice of everything in right, life. Right, but but I know that's <laughs> trite, and I say it as a joke a lot. But Ally, really good name. Like I mean, it is. It's, it's a, a great good name. great bank name. But I don't think it made any real big difference in their world. As far as... Like, ROI. And, like, did, did it really... Like, I'd love to see that. I haven't well, tracked it. They but, didn't... It was a different business model from what they were before, though. So. I guess my point is, we care. I don't know that the consumer... Uh, Just out of interest. That yeah. might be it. Because you're going to have to change the name where of, the Braves play baseball. They play yeah. in SunTrust Park. Is that it? Yeah. So it's going to have to have a new name. in our industry, this is like the Super Bowl. But I don't know the mergers... The, the business of the merger is going to impact their bottom line way, way more, more than the name will. Than the name. Yep. Totally agree with that. So, But I do. But I am interested to just be like, what are they going to call it? And then either you know, snicker with my snarky spideism behind the walls of the bank or be like this is awesome and really talk I about it I want to celebrate if it's good like I said Ally good name I mean I don't know that it did them like a whole lot of anything their ads did not resonate very well in the beginning I know that they the, do now their comedy ads but they're the, we're getting into a are. place that comedy is kind of working in banking but anyway let's uh, wait and they see put we'll make it a special it. edition yeah well, they do it on the investor call. Do you know? Do you know any? I, I think they are. They'll do their. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing, but I know they do a quarterly call. The, usually, the third week of every month, and so they'll probably do some combined call of not every month, every quarter, and so they'll probably do a, a call. And I would actually, that's a big enough announcement. They'll probably do a whole separate. They'll probably have some video that shows a bunch of handshaking and drone shots of the branch as the mm. drone goes above, and some nice. You know, shot of some people signing some papers, and if you work there, so. clue us in on what's going to be, and we'll give you a little. Um, we'll we we will talk about it. We won't. We're not going to haze on it. We're not going to haze with- on other banks, but but we'll talk about what it is. So anyway, time to uh, speaking of new things. There's other things we need to be, get to be doing. So uh, check out the sheet that we're going to put together later on attribution and things you can measure. And if we're missing something, let us know. We'll add to it because we will no. I will no doubt if Josh else. I will no doubt miss something so we'll miss something you can measure anyway uh, but to that point another marketing money podcast hope you have a wonderful weekend later and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.